with your host, Irene Cook, the radio show that helps you keep a healthy lifestyle. Well, with these summer months zipping by, the temperatures are slowly increasing and we've hit a hot spot in Chicago. And what comes with heat is an increased need to hydrate. Now, hydration and drinking water is important year round, of course, but when the temperatures rise, our bodies need that water extra in order to survive. Your body depends on water to regulate and to function. Every cell, every tissue, and every organ in your body needs water to work properly. For example, your body uses water to maintain its temperature, remove waste, and lubricate your joints. Water is needed for overall good health. So why is it so important to hydrate if you don't exercise as much as an athlete or if you're not outside in these hot, hot temperatures, um, people oftentimes might say, well, you know, I'm not an athlete and, and you know, I, I'm, I'm inside in the, in the cool temperatures. Why do I have to drink so much water? So I thought, you know, I'm going to do this, this segment today to talk about the importance of hydration because oftentimes people get away from drinking that water and they misinterpret signs of not feeling well, signs of hunger, um, even even sometimes people think that they're dizzy, they misinterpret blood sugar levels being off when really they are just dehydrated. So a path to improved health is look to water first. You should drink water every day, obviously. Um, most people have been told they should drink six to eight, eight ounce glasses of water each day. Well, that's a reasonable goal. However, different people need different amounts of water each day to stay hydrated. Um, Most healthy people will need different amounts of water, obviously, and different fluids, whether they feel thirsty. But for some people, fewer than eight glasses very well might be enough. Uh, Others might need way more than those eight glasses a day. So, how do you know how much you need? Well, plain water is best for staying hydrated. Other drinks and foods can help you too. And yes, I did say foods. Fruit and vegetable juices, milk, and herbal teas add to the amount of water you get each day. Um, Even caffeinated drinks, for example, coffee and tea and soda, do contribute 
to your daily water intake. However, however, if there is caffeine in the drink that you're drinking, it will typically dehydrate you. And it, and it could be harmful um, depending on how many milligrams of caffeine you're consuming. So a moderate amount of caffeine um, is about 400 milligrams, which isn't harmful for most people. However, that is a lot um, of, of caffeine in a drink. So to give you an example, a 12 ounce uh, can of soda is typically 30 to 40 milligrams. Um, eight ounces of green or black tea is 30 to 50 milligrams. Um, eight ounces of black coffee is about 100. And those energy drinks that we see uh, can be as high as 250 milligrams. So it is not my suggestion to hydrate with those drinks. Um, it is it's best limited um, and certainly limit all caffeinated drinks. Uh, caffeine may be used uh and, and can cause some people um, anxiety and, uh, and, and, and jitteriness. So please be mindful on what you drink and some choices will of course add those extra calories and sugars to your diet. So water is the best choice. And as far as my clients go, I limit them to water only. Um, I allow them to add sugar-free um, sweeteners if they wish, and of course, uh, natural fruit juices. Um, and I just recently uh, read an article that soda waters and carbonated uh, non-sugar added drinks such as LaCroix and seltzer waters are approved because they don't add any um, caffeines or sodiums, and those will hydrate you just as well as regular water. So um, keep in mind uh, when you're eating uh, fruits and vegetables, for example, watermelon, tomatoes, lettuce, cucumbers, um, those also will add to the amount of, of water that you're taking in, but that is not to be mistaken for a substitute in good old water drinking. So sports drinks, let's talk about this. Well, they can be helpful if you're planning on exercising at a very high intensity rate, um, usually for more than an hour. Um, if you're gonna go out for a leisurely walk and you're gonna pack you know, this Gatorade that has more calories in it than, than you're gonna burn during the walk, to me, that's, that's a bit counterproductive, however, it is better than going out for a walk with no hydration, but it does make more sense to pack regular plain water, um, especially if you're looking to lose weight. Um, they contain carbohydrates and electrolytes that can increase your energy. However, um, in order for you to go out for a leisurely walk, um, like I said earlier, uh, there's been a lot of research and people that um, have developed the habit of going to these drinks and their palate becoming um, disliking toward water. So I would uh, absolutely encourage everybody 
to stick to just water. Um, these drinks help you absorb water. However, some sports drinks are high in calorie and uh, all from added sugar. Um, they also may contain levels of sodium. Um, and so you should always check the serving size on the label. One bottle usually does contain more than one serving and sports drinks contain caffeine too. Remember earlier uh, that the caffeine levels for each day should not go over that 400 milligrams. And I can tell you stories of people that will grab these sports drinks and not read the label and not realize that there might be two or three servings in one of these bottles. And so they've consumed, you know, 40 grams of sugar and 400 milligrams of of um, caffeine and they're feeling jittery and you know again it's 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 counterproductive and now you've negated the whole point of going out and exercising um energy drinks however are not the same as sports drinks so sports drinks are your gatorades um energy drinks are your monster drinks and they're the the market is flooded with these um and these contain large amounts of caffeine. Um, they also contain ingredients that will overstimulate you, such as uh, ginseng and others. Uh, usually you might see uh, something called proprietary blend. And basically that means uh, we don't have to tell you what's in it. And uh, that that's usually a warning or a red flag because the manufacturer doesn't have to tell you what's in it. Um, it it's sort of a uh, label for special recipe that does not need to be revealed. Um, these are things that your body does not need. Uh, most of these drinks are also extremely high in sugar. And according to doctors, uh, children, teenagers, and elderly should not have these drinks. And certainly if you have high blood pressure, um, if you are a cardiac patient, um, diabetes, absolutely should not have these drinks. If staying hydrated is difficult for you, here are some tips that can help. Um, keep your bottle with you throughout the day. Uh, to reduce your costs, you want to carry a reusable bottle and fill it up with tap water. If you don't like the taste of plain water, try adding a slice of lemon or lime to your drink. Um, There's so many things you can add to your water, cucumber slices, uh, basil, um, even any citrus really you can throw in there and it will refreshen it. Um, you can slice any fruit and put it in your water bottle and keep adding water to it and it will infuse that flavor and you'll get a little touch of, of the flavor of fruit throughout the day. Uh, drink water before, during, and after a workout. When you're feeling hungry, drink water. Thirst is so often confused with hunger, and true hunger will not be satisfied with drinking water. Drinking water also will contribute to a healthy weight loss plan. Some researchers suggest that drinking water can help you feel full. And this is an old trick. Um, this is not something that, that I'm telling you that is new. But so often we're bored and so often uh, we, we think that we're hungry and we're, we're just thirsty. And so developing these habits of having your water bottle with you and, you know, 
my my husband, I, I think he's he's given up on listening to all my shows. So I think I'm pretty safe in talking about him now. Um, you know, he he makes fun of me because I have all these water bottles that I keep buying, but you know, I, I have my favorites. And uh after a few months I decide I'm gonna buy a new one and and it it keeps me um drinking my water. Um of course my latest purchase is the one from Costco and it's a it's a full gallon. And those of you that have seen me uh schlepping it around with with me, it's it's huge. But I have been drinking my water and and today we're so fortunate to have these uh double barreled um insulated water bottles that keep water cold all day and that is my favorite part because you know no one wants to pick up a water bottle and have it be warm uh the water stays cold fresh all day long and you are not needing to worry about uh the plastic uh which can be harmful and you're not wasting money uh purchasing water over and over again so these are little tricks and and believe me um, coming from someone who who used to be chronically dehydrated, um, I have now uh, developed this this habitual need to drink water. That if I don't have my water bottle with me, I I it, it's like it's like my cell phone. I need to grab it. And those of you that know me personally, or or work with me, know that that bottle is always with me. Um, so drink water when you go to a restaurant, um, it will keep you full before your food comes and it will help keep you hydrated and you what it's free. That's, that's another beauty and bonus. All right. So if you are just joining us, W H R U L P Huntley community radio, and we are talking about the importance of hydration. So things to consider if you don't drink enough water you may become dehydrated. And this means your body does not have enough fluid to operate properly. Um, this might not sound like the worst thing in the world because we all at some point become dehydrated and we truck through life feeling okay, um, unless we are chronically dehydrated where, where we eventually pass out and have to be hospitalized. Um, we, we don't see this dehydration as a threat. But I'm going to now talk about uh, times that you may have been dehydrated and you may have misinterpreted it as an illness, um, a headache, a flu, um, when really all you just needed is water. Your urine can be an indicator if you're dehydrated. Here I go again, talking about bodily functions. It's just what happens when you are a uh, nutritional professional. You you talk about these things. Well, if your urine is colorless or it is light yellow, that means you are well hydrated. If it is dark yellow or amber in color, that means you're dehydrated. So that is an indicator. Um, and, and you guys all know your bodies at this point. Um, if you've gone hours without needing to use the bathroom, then then you know you have not done your job in hydrating. Um, another factor is your activity level. Um, you know, obviously, if you're outside in the heat and you've drank, you know, your your 60, 70, 80 ounces of water, you may not need to use the bathroom 
as often, but that urine color will display your level of dehydration. So that is what you want to look for. There are other signs that signal uh, whether you are dehydrated. They include little or no urine, uh, urine that is much darker than usual, like I just said, dry mouth, sleepiness or fatigue, extreme thirst, headache, confusion, dizziness or lightheadedness, no tears when crying, and even uh, inability to sweat. So if you are that dehydrated, um, you won't sweat um, in these high temperatures. And I've talked to many uh, distance runners and runners who've been in a situation where they've run out of water. And they've said to me, you know, I, I got to mile 18 and I wasn't even sweating anymore. Um, so, so these are signs to look for when you are feeling uh, dehydrated. Um, perfect story, and this is actually what made me think of uh, doing this show. Um, I had a client this last week who um, lost, uh, you know, a good amount of weight. Um, about six weeks into the program, he lost, I want to say, oh, 12 or 13 pounds. And that's not um, extreme for, for a 220-pound man. Um, but he was feeling really, really uh, lightheaded and dizzy. So I asked him, you know, are you, you know, how's your blood sugar? You know, he wasn't diabetic, but, you know, I just wanted to make sure. And, and uh, you know, went through some, some signs. And he said, no, you know, everything's, everything's good. And I looked at his caloric intake and nothing was crazy. And so then I asked him, I said, you know, how much water are you taking in? And, well, that was the culprit. And he actually couldn't give me an answer as to how much water he was taking in, which is, is a flag right there. So I said, you know, let's, let's up your water. And she said, just go drink a bunch of water. And, and side note, anytime you are feeling dehydrated, you shouldn't go and drink, you know, 30 ounces at once. Um, that would be like over flooding a dry plant. Um, the, the, the plants would overflow and it would do no good. So he went and drank, you know, eight ounces of water and, and kind of let that absorb. And then again, a little while later, had more water and instantly he felt better. Um, and uh, it, it was it was instant. And later after that, he said that uh, during this episode of dizziness, he felt lightheaded and he actually felt a bit confused um, and, and he was worried um, without without saying it. But, you know, he had this little worry thought in his head that perhaps he was maybe, um, you know, having flu or, you know, with COVID going around, he was worried it was COVID. He felt uh, confusion, uh, brain fog, and he was legitimately worried that maybe something was really wrong. And of course, he blamed uh, the caloric deficit that, that he was in, and he, he blamed COVID. And, and he was just dehydrated. He just wasn't taking in enough water. And from that point on, ever since he uh, increased his water intake, he's been totally fine. Um, and I have experienced very similar stories where I have had days where I've felt fatigue, sleepy, um, and it's flat out, I am dehydrated. 
Um, so, uh, you know, a minute ago I gave, I gave the story of the, the, the flower pot and, and I have this little image in my head of this, this sad little daisy in the flower pot, just wilted over just this sad wilted flower with dried up dirt. And, and as soon as, um, you pour water in that soil and that soil absorbs that water, the daisy perks up and the petals rise up and suddenly a smiley face appears on the daisy's face. Um, I just, I have this image of that happening. Anytime I share stories like this with people that uh, don't drink enough water. So keep that in mind when you're not feeling good. Um, I, I've seen it happen with my own kids. Um, where, you know, it's hot, they're in the backseat of the car, I turn around, their faces are bright red, and they're not feeling good. Just stop somewhere, get them some nice cold water, and all of a sudden, they perk up, just like the daisy. So, some people are at higher risk of dehydration, including people who exercise at high intensity or in high, hot weather for too long. Um, people that have certain medical conditions, such as kidney stones or bladder infections, um, who are sick, people that are uh, vomiting or have high fevers, diarrhea, people that are pregnant or breastfeeding, trying to lose weight, um, or unable to get enough fluids are all at high risk. So those people need to watch and make sure that you are increasing your water intake. Um, moms that are nursing, Every time you nurse your baby, that is extra water that is being exported uh, in your milk source. Um, people with kidney stones, you are chronically dehydrated. Bladder infections, you need more water. Um, if you are sick, vomiting, diarrhea, those are all things that cause dehydration. And so if you are in that category, you need to up that water intake. And like I said, don't drink it all at once. Um, many times I, I have clients that will hear this and, and they'll, they'll go, oh no, at eight o'clock at night and sit down and drink, you know, 40 ounces before they go to bed. Um, that is not going to do you any good. Um, again, you can't dump three days worth of water into the flower pot because all that is going to happen is that water is going to overflow and it's going to end up on the floor and it's not going to get absorbed. So, so you need to do it cautiously and you need to make a mindful effort to do it throughout the day. Um, note that water makes up more than half of your body weight. Um, you know, your blood and your, your, your tissues are composed of water. You lose water each day when you go to the bathroom, when you sweat, even when you breathe. You lose water even faster when the weather is hot and when you're physically active, um, and when you have a fever. Um, so, so keep these things in mind. Um, people don't realize um, when they weigh themselves, um, and I get this all the time, the, people will say, well, I weighed myself in the morning and I weighed 189 pounds, but then I weighed myself two hours later and I weighed 188 pounds. Well, again, our bodies are composed of 50% water. And when we breathe, when we exhale, when we sweat, um, this is all water. 
and it, it dissipates out of our body. So when you weigh yourself later in the day, um, you will weigh less, um, assuming you haven't eaten or drank anything. So um, keep that in mind. Uh, just to give you an idea, a 155 pound person um, is, is 11 gallons or 92 pounds of water. Uh, so, so that, that gives you an idea. And so that is why when we're sick and we weigh ourselves the next day after vomiting, after fever, and we've sweat, um, after diarrhea, uh, certainly after not eating or drinking, we get on that scale and we see that number and it's, it's a fake number. You're dehydrated. If a 155 pound person is 11 gallons of water, um, you can very typically lose a lot of water being sick. Um, marathon runners, um, I, I'm, I can attest to this. I've weighed eight pounds less after running a marathon due to sweat um, and, and just your body's uh, reaction to all of the running and the heat. So don't be fooled uh, that the scale um, will only reflect a true number if you are truly hydrated. Um, I, I've given this analogy before. It's one of my favorites, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end with it. If you take a sponge and you wet a sponge, um, it is going to have three different weights. So if your body is a sponge and you put it on the, uh, you dip it in water, um, it's going to look the same. It's going to take up the same amount of space. It's going to fit into the same size jeans. But when it is dehydrated and it hasn't had water and it's been completely laying out in the sun like a, like a dried sponge, it's going to weigh much less than a sponge that you've just dipped in water that's saturated. Um, but if you look at that sponge, it's going to have the same proportions. Um, so don't be fooled with the scale when it comes to water. And more and most importantly, get that water in you and create that water loop. So go out there, get yourself a cool water bottle. It's the best. Enjoy your day. It's all about what you